and welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on Wave 94 FM. Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, I wanted to share um, some of the latest insights that the Lord God, our Father, Yahweh, Lord God, Yahshua, Hamashiach, Lord God, Christ Jesus, has um, given me. As you know, this is the holiest High Holy Week for every Christian across the world, the Easter Sunday, and I, too, like many Christians, highly regard this weekend. Easter Sunday weekend is my favorite holiday. It beats Christmas and all the other holidays because Jesus it has risen. So why is this so important? Well, it's important because without the resurrection of Christ Jesus, basically there would be no Christianity. There would be no power. There would be no authority. There would be no spiritual disposition of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, self-control against such there is no law. This is why it is imperative, it is imperative that Jesus rises from the dead. When he was crucified, when he was scourged, even when he was in the garden crying out to the Father, and the sweat drops of blood were coming from his forehead because of the pressure, the pressure of our sins, of the sins of the entire world were placed on his shoulders. It, it transformed our lives. There was the, what I call the great exchange. The great exchange, which is where we, we basically give up our sickness and our disease, our lack, our poverty, every curse on this earth, every dysfunctional relationship, everything that, is, that Satan brought into this earth and that we have to suffer through was wiped out by our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, for those of you who are believers. Okay, so basically, from you know, he took this beating, this whipping, this plucking of his beard, this being spat upon and crown of thorns shoved in his head. All of this for us. And each one of these cruel things that Satan, yeah, this, there was nothing. You know, people want to look at the Jews. They want to look at the Romans. They want to look at everybody. But this was nothing but Satan. Satan jumping in the bodies of Jews that were open to his evilness. Satan jumping in the body of the Romans who were evil, doing evil deeds. So that's why God wants us to love people because it's not really them. It's their flesh, which is not very good either. But also it is the spiritual forces, Satan and his demons, that are working in these people. That's why it's so important to love your enemies to love everyone and not that you're excusing people from what they're doing but you are acknowledging that God loves them and has a good plan for them 
just like he has a good plan for you and he loves you. He loves me and he loves you. So if God loves our enemies, we got to love our enemies. And guess what? He knows the whole story, the background story on these individuals. And I guess if we would know, we come to know the whole story, we would be a little bit more sympathetic. We would be a little bit more empathetic, right? Jesus on the cross from the same wicked folks. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And he entered into the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because he saw your face and he saw my face while he was in excruciating, unbelievable, horrendous pain. So, yes, the resurrection is critical to the Christian faith. We're the one of the only faiths that actually will die for our enemies. Hmm. Instead of the other faiths wanting to chop their enemies' heads off. Right? So, it is a very powerful weekend which I treasure and I want to basically share that we must, we are a tripart being and all three in order for us to get the optimal, the optimal benefits because if it was just about us getting saved, when well we, we can leave as soon as we got saved and go to heaven, but it's not about, it's eternal life begins when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. When we accept the blood, His holy blood for the forgiveness of our sins. Eternal life is to know the Father. Eternal life is to know the Son. To know the Lord God, Holy Spirit. That's eternal life. And it just gets extended once we leave this physical body. The physical body is important because we can't stay on planet Earth without it. This is a physical world and God wanted to bring the heavenly onto earth, right? So he wanted to bring the heavenly aspects um, from, from heaven onto planet earth. So the atoms, atoms, later female Adam became Eve, basically um, had, was, were a triune being. They had a spirit, which was they forfeited when they were in disobedience. Um, we have the soul, the mind, the will, and the emotion. And they have the body, the blood, the bones, and the muscles, right? So, what I have, God has been revealing to me, is that the spirit rules. And if it is saved, if we have the spirit of Christ Jesus and we got the spirit, therefore we're sealed by the Holy Spirit and we have the spirit of the Father. So, we got the triune being in us, right? The next step that has to get in alignment is the soul. And that is that comes into alignment by the reading of the word, the meditating on the word, and believing the word above all things. Right? Gotta understand the difference between facts and truth. Satan hits people up a lot with facts, but you got to know the truth. Well, this is a perfect example of this. For example, right now, the fact is that 
I have a lot of pain sometimes in my muscles and in my bones, right? And that's a fact. But the truth is, is that I am healed by these Jesus stripes, that I am made whole by Jesus, by the blood, that above all, God wants me to prosper and be in good health as my soul prospers, right? We all want to forget that part of it. Above all, yes. So by his stripes, I am healed. Like the woman who who had lost, lost had the issue of blood for 12 years, was ostracized. They took all her money, all these doctors, these, these doctors that took all her money. And she finally heard about Christ Jesus. She said, if I could just touch the hem of his garments, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. So what, what happened here? Why all these other people were touching Jesus and nothing was happening? He was, everybody was touching him. Everybody was trying to get him to, to heal their situation or to do something. But there was a, this one woman. So what made her different? One, desperation. She was at the end of the road. Next stop for her was death. Right? The other thing was she had heard faith comes by hearing and hearing what? The word of God. So she had received the faith of Christ Jesus, the faith of the Father, the faith of the Lord God, Holy Spirit. And she nourished that faith and she meditated on that faith and she repeated it. The second step she did was she confessed it. It's got to come out of your what? Mouth. It has to come out. You have to speak it into the atmosphere. And she didn't care who heard her. She didn't care. Just like blind Barnabas, you know, they said, be quiet. Why would he be quiet? They weren't doing nothing for him. Nobody was trying to help him get his eyesight back. So anyway, so he screamed out. I'm screaming out. Oh, yeah. This is where there's no shame in your game. This is where you don't care whether or not people think you wacky or not. You need your breakthrough. Right? So she confessed it. If I just touch the hem of his garment. If I just touch the hem of his garment. If I just touch the hem of his garment. I will be made not healed. She said whole. Whole. So what does that mean? Of course that includes healing. But all the money that she lost from all the doctors that took advantage of her and used and abused her. Right? All that money was restored. Oh, um, she wasn't married. So she probably got, got a spouse and got married and had children and had the abundant life that God had ordained for her for the beginning of time instead of the death and destruction that Satan had planned for her. Right? So it's it's been awesome to think about that and to think because we're in the new covenant, a new dispensation, Christ Jesus' spirit is in me. I don't have to crawl on my knees like the woman with the issue of blood. And I'm sealed with the Holy Spirit, which is the same spirit. The Holy Spirit spirit is the spirit that quickened, quickened Jesus' body from the dead. That is in us 
right now. So what is the problem? What is the issue? Why aren't we turning this whole planet upside down with the love of Christ Jesus, with the love of Daddy God, with the love of the Lord God, Holy Spirit? Why are we healing the sick, cleaning the blind? We got people in my church that are dying. I just had a dear friend of mine, Pastor Harold, that I got another good friend of mine, a pastor that's in the hospital from a stroke. Heck to the double no, not on my watch. He will live and not die. Right. This is what I'm saying. So why? Well, over 50% of the body of Christ has incorrect practices and teachings. Dr. Davis, Dr. Davis, what do you mean by that? I mean, over 50% of the body of Christ don't even believe in the Holy Spirit. Or, or if they do, they're not, they don't have the second baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is where the power comes from. Half. Half of, I mean, I got a, I've got a dear girlfriend right now. And, you know, she believes in extreme sovereignty. I do not. Extreme sovereignty is my, my take on it. Is I got cancer. God gave me cancer. God didn't give you no cancer. Satan gave you cancer. Um, I'm suffering because uh, God is trying to teach me a lesson. No, God don't have to do nothing like that to teach you a lesson. You just Listen to what? Me. Right? So, you you listen over and over again to these, these people who have accepted Christ Jesus as their Lord and Savior, but they live in hell on earth. They, don't, they look just like people that are in the world. They got the same issues, the same problem, the same divorce, the same prodigal kids, the same drug addictions, the same all this stuff, pornography, all this stuff, this bondage, all of it, just like the world. But they're going to heaven. How could this be? Because salvation is free. It's a high price. It's a high cost. But all you got to do is believe but the kingdom of God walking in the abundant life <laughs> that is expensive first of all you've got to give up your what your will you've got to give up your will to the will of the father to the will of the son and to the will of the Lord God Holy Spirit yes You've got to give up your will. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. And in order to give your will, you got to believe. you got to believe that God's will is the best thing for you. You've got to trust God. One of the remarkable things about Job, even though... Job went through horrendous. I mean, Satan did a doozy on him. He opened the door with his mouth now. He did. But he, Satan tried to tear him up. Killed all his kids. Took all the wealth he had. Even came after his health. Right? But God wouldn't let him take his life. And guess what he, Job said? Though he slay me, I still trust God. Something in him knew that something wasn't quite right. Now let in, in all fairness to Job's wife, because I used to be a wife, so let me speak from her perspective on this. 
give her some slack. You know, when them kids die, those are her 10 kids that she carried in her womb for nine months. Hey, that was her wealth that got wiped out as well. And the man that she loved and adored, she became his caregiver. He had boils all over him. She had to take care of him. Satan was beating down on her left and right to get her to use her influence like female Adam, Eve did with, with male Adam to get him to say the wrong words. And guess what? To his credit, this if Adam had done this, We'd all be in a different situation today, right? But what did Job do? He says, woman, what is this you're talking about? Hey, no, no, I'm not going to say that. No, that's foolishness, foolish woman. So he checked her. He loved her, but he still what? He checked her and guess what? He passed the test. So... Salvation is for us free, but highly costly. It was the blood of our Lord and Savior that paid for it. But but the kingdom of God, the abundant life, it's expensive. You got to make choices. You got to believe and receive God's word, and you got to live holy. What does that holy mean? Oh, that, you know, a lot of people think holy is a lot of things, but basically, it means separate from the world. Separate from the world. And not like I'm better than you and you're going to talking to people and telling them turn or burn. You're going to, you don't accept Jesus Christ. You're going to hell. Hell, guess what? Nobody goes to hell for sin. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Nobody goes to hell for sin. You go to hell because you're forgiven or unforgiven. Forgiven people have accepted Christ Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Forgiven people have accepted the blood for the forgiveness of their sins. And so they go to what? Heaven. Unforgiven people have rejected the blood, have rejected Jesus, and say, I'm going to atone for my own sins. And so you only get an opportunity while you're in this physical realm to make that decision. If you die before choosing, you will go to hell, not because of sin, but because of unforgiveness. You're unforgiven, right? Okay, so we need to understand these fundamental principles. And this is why you don't see the power and the authority and the miracles. The first century church walked in signs and wonders and miracles. The teaching of the word, if you watch the pattern, Jesus taught the word. And then after he taught, then there were signs, wonders, and miracles that that came behind him, right? And people were saved. He had compassion. That means the love of God was flowing out of him for the people. He saw them as sheep without a what? Shepherd. These things are kind of hitting me hard this week as I move forward in my life. 
one of the great things that, I mean, God is so awesome is that, you know, I surround myself, try to, with strong believers. And one of my strongest believing friends is uh, Minister Gwen Lee, who is in Houston, Texas, and she has an upper room prayer ministry. She's also a banker. And so in the secular world, she um, gets loans to institutions. So basically, um, Gwen is a what? A banker. But this is what's powerful about Gwen. Gwen loves her some Jesus. Gwen soaks in the presence of Jesus. She reads the word. She follows the Holy Spirit. And she is obedient to the word of what? God. Obedience to the word of what? God. Hallelujah. And because of that, God has given her some serious insight. One of the prayers that we have been praying, and and I'm doing this from memory now, is I am happy and grateful that large sums of money and grants are coming to me now, easily, effortlessly, and quickly increasing and accelerating and expanding quantities. Oh yes. With the for the benefit of, of with um, varied um, expanding quantities from a multitude and varied sources. Multitude and varied sources. For the benefit of all. Through the free will of all. I get to keep Give, save, spend, invest, circulate, and bank joyously in the name of Jesus. Let me try that one more time because I stumbled in the middle there. Okay, so here we go, guys. Oh, this is good. I am so happy and I am so grateful that large sums of money and grants are coming to me now easily, effortlessly, and quickly in in increasing and accelerating and expanding quantities. Oh yes. Oh yes. From through a multitude and varied sources continuously and consistently, right? For the betterment of all, for the benefit of all. Through the free will of all, I get to keep, give, save, spend, invest, circulate, and bank joyously in the name, the mighty name of Christ Jesus. Why? Why am I praying this prayer? You say to yourself, Dr. Davis, are you all in the mammon? Are you all in the money? Heck to the double no. I am a big tither. Matter of fact, I got attacked just not too long ago. It's rarely that I get attacked on my tithing offering. But just recently, the enemy tried to get me to touch my tithing offerings. I have what you call a holy account. As soon as money hits my account, 10% off the top of it goes for a tithe. And also, I have offerings. And we have like uh, Passover offerings come up. Um, we have the um, Pentecost offerings coming up. The first one is the, the barley harvest. The second one is the feast of 
booth, right? The feast of, not feast of booth, but we have the um, Passover harvest, which is the barley harvest. Then we have the Pentecost harvest, which is the wheat harvest. Um, each one has different benefits. And then we have the grape harvest, which is um, the feast of booth, right? So we have um, opportunities to give what? Offerings um, to um, on top of our tithe. Okay, and there's a whole thing about alms and and um, seed and you know each one has a different um, reward mechanism. There's a lot to it. That's a reason why the, a lot of the Jewish people are um, basically why the Jewish people are so blessed. Some of the richest people, I like that one percenter, a large majority of them are Jewish. It's not an accident. They're highly blessed. They're highly favored because God has taught them the principle of breaking the back of mammon. Yes, there are people that it appears at that time that they are in a better position financially than some other people that are, have a relationship with Jesus Christ. But they... They do not. They don't. They don't walk in the barak, the blessing. Barak is Jewish for blessing, the blessing, the blessing of the Lord making you rich, enriches you, waxes you rich, waxes you wealthy. And Daddy God Yehovah does not add any toil, in no sorrow, no pain, no tears to the what, the barak. So, basically, we need to understand that. You must tithe in order to break the back of mammon. You don't want mammon running and have anything to do with your life. And mammon really would like to take God's place. And mammon, the spirit of mammon, is Satan's number one and number one generals, right? And and also, if you notice, what does Satan? Satan doesn't have an anointing to give his people. So in many cases, he gives his people's money with great sorrow, with great pain and sweat and tears. And with the blink of an eye, it's all gone, right? So you don't trust Satan as far as money is concerned. But um, I want to do for the kingdom, and it takes resources, funding to do for the kingdom under Holy Spirit's guidance. Because God doesn't need a lot. Just a little, like the little boy with the two fish and the five loaves. And he lovingly, lovingly, lovingly gave it to his Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. Right? And he gave that up. Because he loved Jesus. He was full of faith. He was full of work. Jesus had been teaching, I think, for three days straight. And he gave that up. And guess what happened? Jesus gave it to the Father. The Father blessed it. And guess what happened? He It multiplied. Guys, this is the secret. Like you heard earlier last week. The secret for multiplication is to operate in love and obedience. Give it to Jesus. Give it. He gives it to the Father. And it gets blessed. And it is what? Multiplied. Give your marriage to Jesus. Give your marriage to the Father. And he will bless it. He will multiply. Give your children to the Father. Give your children to Jesus. Give your children to the Father. He will bless your children. And they will multiply and they'll be blessed. I love that the song, The Blessing. It's a powerful song. You need to listen to it. 
But yes, this is power. This is authority. And this is given to us because of the resurrection. Because our Lord Savior was raised from the dead. You know, just before Jesus was crucified and died, he raised his dear one of his dearest friends, Lazarus, from the dead. He waited to the fourth day because there were actual I think it's the Pharisees that believe that the that the spirit, the soul, hovers around the body for three days. So he wanted to make sure that this was a clear what? Resurrection. And guess what? Think about it. Lazarus had to be levitated out of that that grave because he was wrapped in what grave clothes like a mummy you guys got to think this through this is huge so you can be raised from the dead you can be resurrected Christian so why are some people resurrected Christian they believe in Christ Jesus but you still wrapped in grave clothes you still wrapped in bondage because you haven't been discipled you haven't got the word to work in you. You are not obedient. You are influenced by the world system. The disciples had to loose him. The disciples had to loose him. Jesus loosed the woman. He said to the bent woman that had been bent over for 18 years, the daughter of Abraham, what did he say to her? He said, loose woman, thou art loose. Right? And T.D. Jakes took that revelatory word and God used him to do great exploits for his kingdom, for his glory. So that's why we're still here on planet Earth today. We are here to minister and to disciple people and to, and to have, let them live the abundant life so that they will understand that they have a loving God who is their father and they have a loving savior Christ Jesus and they have a loving comforter and teacher ah Lord God Holy Spirit and God has assigned loving and wonderful angels to guard and protect us and keep our, us from hitting our foot against the stone I just want to say, yes, this is what some of the things I wanted to share. I have more to come, of course, but happy Easter. And by the time you hear this recording, Easter would have passed. But walk in the fullness, walk in the fullness of God. God wants to do exceedingly, abundantly above and beyond all that you could ask or think according to the power the power of Christ Jesus that's in you and just like the woman who reached out and touched his garment acknowledge God in all your ways acknowledge that Christ Jesus is in you acknowledge that the same spirit the Lord God Holy Spirit that quickened his son Christ Jesus from the dead is also in you. So there should be no sickness. There should be no disease. There should be no lack. There should be no poverty. None of this should be on you. But it's all about getting in alignment. The body, the soul, and the spirit. And let me wrap that up real quick. So 
Your spirit is in, a, in alignment with God's spirit, the Father's spirit, Christ Jesus' spirit, Lord God, Holy Spirit. Your soul is gets in alignment by reading the word of God, meditating on the word of God, worshiping, praising God. Hallelujah. Giving thanks and praise and worship. Hallelujah to the one and only true God. Yes. And you wash, wash your soul and you obey God's word. You line your life up, your life. You have good works. These are the works that are given to you by the Lord God, Holy Spirit. Your assignments for the Lord God, Holy Spirit. And then last but not least is the body. This is temporal. We do get a resurrected body just like Jesus. But until then, we're to be good stewards of this body. We're to eat healthy. We're to exercise, right? We're to, we are to, um, Take good care of this body. Get your physical exam. Get your eye exam, your ear exam, your, your physical exams. Pat smear, mammograms, whatever, prostate exam. Everything. Take care of the body. Right? So, it's in alignment. Even God gives dietary suggestions. You're not, it's not mandatory, but He gives dietary suggestions. Dietary suggestions of what to eat and get your rest. That's where I really fell off the wagon. I was thinking that I was resting and I wasn't. You must rest at least one day a week. Israeli people were put in bondage under Babylon and many other Nebuchadnezzar and many others because they violated the principle of rest. We must rest. So thank you once again for joining me on Into the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Yes, Wave 94. Thank you, Dr. Edith Davis. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence. Oh